Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I find this topic really interesting This in relation to Alzheimer's because I remember talking about something similar to this but the other way around about two years ago. I'm just going to read this out to you. I met my husband when I was in my 20s and he was more than 20 years older than me. Although we never had children, uh, we had a happy marriage and he treated me well for over two decades. A few years ago, I, he was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, uh, which has progressively gotten more and more severe. I, I no longer work as he needs help with the day-to-day tasks as he has nobody else to look after him. I feel I own this much and I could never abandon him in his condition. He gets very confused most of the time and he no longer is the person that I fell in love with, even if he is still alive. He's not really there. And believe me, according to doctors, he could live a good while longer. Recently, I have been feeling very lonely and I've been having an affair with another man. Things are going well between us, but I haven't told anyone. On one hand, I feel like I'm betraying my husband after everything he has done for me. But at the same time, I need someone who can I can have a real emotional connection with. I really think that I could continue this without my husband ever finding out. But it feels so wrong knowing he never would have cheated on me. So... Do you understand what she's done here? I mean, do you believe she's selfish or is she right? She's 20 years younger than him. She still have a lot of her life left. Um, she feels she's never going to have an emotional relationship with him anymore. I mean, some people think it's completely wrong and believe that, you know, if the spouse knew what was going on, he would be heartbroken. Now, let's be clear about it. He's not going to know what's going on because his condition has got worse. He's got to the point now where he, he's probably not too much aware of his surroundings. So he's never going to know what's going on, probably. Others say that a disease like this is so horrific because they may not recognise their own husband or wife that it is necessary for them to move on, even with the person still alive. And there was a storyline, wasn't there, recently in um, Coronation Street, if you were watching it, I can't remember the characters' names, um, but one of them was having a... He was dating one of the women and he admitted he was still married to a woman who had Alzheimer's and didn't consider it cheating because he did, she didn't recognise him anymore. Um, although he was still living with her and still with her, or she may have been in a home, I'm not too sure. But anyway, I want to know if you believe it's selfish. Is it adultery to date somebody while your partner is suffering from, suffering from dementia? Let me know what you think. The number is 087 What advice would you give to this woman if she was your sister or your daughter or your mother or whatever it was, and she came to you and said to you, well, look, I, I'll stay with him. I'm going to look after him. I'm going to care for him. I'm going to be there for him all the time. But I need something more in my life. I need some emotion. I need some intimacy. And it's not going to be, unfortunately, with him anymore. Uh, but I will stay with him. But in the meantime, I want to be with somebody else. Is that a selfish thing to want to do? Let me know what you think. The number is 87 188 Lisa, you're on Classic Hits. How you doing, Lisa? Hi, Nod. How are you doing? Lisa, good, thank you. is it selfish for her to want a relationship outside her marriage? Now, we all know what adultery is, of course. And I suppose, by definition, it is adultery because she's still married. But is it selfish of her to want that? This is a tough one, you know. Um, I've been thinking there. I didn't have much time to think, but I was doing what I could. But listen to I tell you. Um, she's fair play to her. She's 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 got she's got the job to look after him and um, take care of him and mm-hmm. you know um, help him through the rest of his life. But the Alzheimer's it can't be easy. Yeah. Uh, she obviously needs someone to turn to and um, explain to them you know what's going on in her life. And, yeah. But at the end of the day. It is an affair, yes. It is wrong. Of adultery. Well, you know, it's adultery. 
Yeah. Because once you're married, you're married. Until that do his part. And take this in Yeah, I'm a little torn with this one. I just don't. Yeah, I, I, I do think it's wrong, but yeah, the guy, I have to admire for what she's doing. Yeah, she's now, she's 20 years younger than him, so she has more of her life, I suppose, in that respect. And she's basically saying she wants an emotional and, I suppose, intimate relationship, which she's never going to have with her husband anymore because maybe he's at a point now where he doesn't really know who she is anymore. Yeah, it's a very, very, very sad situation. Mm. Um, yeah, and I suppose at the end of, yeah, I suppose at the end of the day, what she's doing is looking after him and, as I say, taking care of him and, and she mm. just wants me to. But she is cheating on him. Yeah. Yes, Gene, yeah. Well, so, well, say that. Let me go to Shauna as well. Shauna, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Shauna? Hi, Niall. How are you? How you doing? It's a kind of tough one, Shauna, and I get that, but it is it is adultery. It is, in my opinion, anyway, 100%. There's no, like, you know, grey areas. It's, she took vows, and it's very admirable that she's looking after him, but those are passages when you get married, and... If, you know, he's 20 years older than her, she obviously knew that marrying him. She knew that chances are she would probably outlive him and that maybe he'd have some tough times in his... Yeah, but she, she, would have had to be, she would have had to be stupid not to know that if, she, yeah, if she's 20 she years younger than him. Yeah. yeah, of course, that the odds That's are. That's my opinion. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to go out with somebody a lot older than you, you just know they're going to run into trouble before you do, most likely. Yeah, and you're going to be their carer, you know, especially if they don't have children, you're going to be on your own doing it. I'm not saying that it's not tough. I can't imagine it. It must be very tough and it must be very lonely as well. But we need to think about these things when we say those vows and when we commit ourselves to someone, that should be it, you know? And is that it? I mean, can she not stay with him, look after him, care for him, but have a relationship with somebody else for her emotional well, and physical she needs? can, but I just don't think it's right. I think, like, you, you don't need to get um, you have other people I say, yeah. to fulfill this kind of way you you can have other emotional connections with you know other family friends stuff like that where you know you can sit down and you can say oh it's very hard I'm finding it tough today and there's people in your life that listen to you and give you that emotional support it doesn't have to take it a step further and you know mm. go beyond breaking her, her vows basically yeah well, that's the point, of course, that Lisa was making, that you, you take these vows or you make these vows when you're getting married. Yeah, and they should be taken seriously, you know. Are they, well, I mean, here's the thing. Are they taken? Lisa, do you reckon these vows are taken seriously by most people or do you think people just pick and choose the bits they want? Yeah, yeah, this is the thing nowadays, I'm not sure. Um, it should be taken very seriously, marriage and, yeah. um, you know, your vows. But, uh, yeah, people are just, some people just don't bother, um, you know. yeah. Okay, we'll stay there because I've got to take a break. The number's 087-188-0008. Shauna believes absolutely not. Um, I suppose she probably thinks it's selfish in some way. Uh, But she's thinking of herself and not her partner, obviously. Now, remember, of course, she's 20 years younger than him. And they're married for a substantial amount of time. I'm trying to see that she mentioned the email, actually, how long they're married. She said she was in her 20s and he was 20 years older. So imagine they're married 20 or 30 years. And so she's probably in her 50s or 60s and he's in his 70s. Uh, and now he has Alzheimer's. And basically, he doesn't really... He's not comprehending what's going on at the moment. So she's looking after him. He's no one else to look after him. She looks after him. He could live a long time. He could live a good few years more. You know what I mean? But she's gone off and basically found somebody else and is having a relationship for emotional needs and obviously physical needs too. 
Is she wrong? Is she being selfish? Let me know what you think. The number's 087-188-0008. Hi, Audrey. How are you? You're on Classic Hits. How's things? How you doing? Long time no speak. How are you? It's been a while, Audrey, actually. Yes, I know now. I remember you now. Yes. How are you keeping all right? You're you're one-eyed friend. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Sorry, in case people think I'm I'm laughing at your ailment there. You had a good laugh at us one day telling us about your glass eye. Absolutely. Absolutely. You have to have a bit of a laugh these days anyway. Actually, I only watched, I was watching um, The Avengers last night, Infinity Wars. Oh, God, I haven't seen that in years. And <laughs> Thor, at one point, uh, he get the, the little fox thing, whatever he's out from the Guardians of the Galaxy, gives him an eye because he lost his eye and he pops in this glass eye. Why didn't I think of you, Audrey, when, when he was doing it? <laughs> <laughs> so, Audrey, yeah. this is an awful situation and a difficult position for anybody to be in. Uh, but it you is. know, but according to the ladies before the break, you take your vows and that's it. Yeah, I know that makes me feel awful. <laughs> but she's she needs she's lonely. You know, she needs company too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, marriage is. You know, you take your vows for better for worse. Yeah. You know, and she's only a young one, so. Yeah, so, well, when I say young one, I mean, she's probably in her 50s, maybe, judging by the tone of the email. She doesn't give us her age, but saying that yeah. he's 20 years older than her, so, you know, he's probably in his 70s, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's very, very difficult one, you know, because it can be a lonely place um, if you're looking after somebody with Alzheimer's. I know myself, my mum, you know, when mm-hmm. she had it, it was dreadful. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I know people whose mum or dad have got it, and how difficult life can yeah. be for for looking after somebody. And I don't want to suggest anybody is a burden to anybody else. But it is, no. there's no doubt. I mean, we can't gloss over it. It's very difficult to look no. after somebody. It is difficult. Yeah. It is. And she's no support, has she not? No, he has no. He has no family. No. Uh, now she. I don't know the ins and outs. She may get home help yeah. and stuff like that and what have you. you yeah. know, but, but let's say that she's still living with him. He's still at home. Yeah. And she's looking it's, after him. She's, that's, well, that's very good. I mean, at least she, she's not going off that's, and See, people him. will argue that's what she signed up for, you know, when she yeah, married him. Yeah, that's true. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And, and you know, and it's kind yeah. of, some people would be saying it's selfish of her to go off behind his back and essentially have an affair. Yeah, I know it is selfish, but it's understandable. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, that sounds awful. <laughs> would you? I mean, if you were in that situation yourself, I hope you never are. But oh, I'm older than my husband. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, okay. Well, then, how would you feel if it happened to you? Um, Not that you would probably ever realise it or know about it, no. but in saying that, you know, I mean, the very thoughts of your husband doing that, you know, <laughs> while you're lying in bed, and you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's true too. It's, that's not right either. <laughs> would you be? You'd be broken hearted if you thought yeah, your husband. I would. Yeah. Yeah. But after thirty years of marriage, now I don't. You know. <laughs> Is that how long you're married? Yeah. You get less for triple murder. I swear to God. You would. <laughs> 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 but uh, fair play. Congratulations for staying married for thirty-two years. Which is quite rare nowadays, mind you. Okay, but, but stay there for just for a second. Ruth, you're on classic sure. kids. How you doing, Ruth? Hi, Niall. How you doing, Ruth? I mean, according to Audrey, she can understand. I mean, the woman is younger than him. She still has a good bit of her life left. She wants some sort of emotional attachment no, to somebody sorry. else. She, she knew that when she married him. Like, that's the risk that you're going to take when you marry somebody 20 years older than you. Like, it was inevitable that he was going to get some... Health we'll problems, call it a geriatric yeah. disease or something like that, like, way ahead of her time. Mm-hmm. She knew what she was getting into, and it doesn't matter about the age gap or whatever the reasons are, she took vows. And those days are in sickness and health until death do us part. End of. So he needs to do the decent thing. I know there's nobody else there, so she says, to care for him. But that's why there's nursing homes and there is help there. 
So do the decent thing. Divorce the man. Get on with your life. Your new relationship. And oh, I don't know. I think that's even worse. <laughs> Jesus! No, no. Oh, stop, would you, Ruth? <laughs> so what? Just abandon the chap and his hour of need. God help him. I'm just imagining him there, like, and he probably still loves her. He yeah, probably but, still knows who she is, and she's off there having a great old time behind his back. Well, no, she she, gave, she gives the impression that maybe he doesn't realise what's going on. Yeah. Uh, but still, I mean, has she got a conscience at all? Like, no. It's, just, it's terrible. Yeah. I think it's I think it's shocking. I think it's awful. Yeah. She just cut her ties there and just. Well, maybe she does have a conscience. The very fact she sent us the email that maybe she does have a bit of a conscience. You know what maybe, I mean? Maybe yeah. it's not really it's not working too well, isn't it? She's still. Yeah. Messing around with the other guy. Oh, no, sorry. No, I'm just realising, actually, it's not anything about it. It was actually in the Irish Times. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. In the Irish Times, actually, this was today. So in case people think it's not valid, you know, that I just made it up or something like that. Yeah, so, um, I mean, clearly the fact that she would write to the Irish Times, that she would write an email, you know, means that she does have a bit of a conscience. But, you know, Ruth, do you expect people to stay lonely or do you expect her to stay lonely for the, re- the next 30 years of her life or how long she lives? No, and I mean, like, look, there's no harm in having, like, companionship, I suppose. But it, yeah, it's, it's the same thing, isn't it? And having, like, a full-blown relationship where right. I'm sure there's, you know, there's a little bit more than just companionship. I'm sure she is looking for intimacy as well. Yeah, she is. And she doesn't have that physical relationship anymore. But again, she knew she was marrying somebody 20 years older than her. So when she was in the prime of her life, he was going to be the gut to 70. Do you know, like, so yeah. it's just... Yeah. She knew what she was getting into, and just, there's, there's right and wrong in these situations. And I know it's terrible. And I've had family members with Alzheimer's as well. And I couldn't imagine like if their space to that. them. I just no, I think it's hard. Oh, somebody's given out about you here. A text in. Stop judging the poor woman. They haven't got a clue unless they're in her shoes. I suppose yeah, it is hard for us to judge when we're not in her shoes and in that situation. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. you have to remember the amount of work, Ruth, that she's putting into this man every single day. Now, don't get me wrong, it's her husband and she has a responsibility and a duty to do that as he would do for her, I'm sure, in that situation. But, I mean, you know, she's caring for him on a daily basis and maybe it's just a break away, a little bit of a fantasy and a break away from the norm every single day. I don't know, maybe I'm just like old-fashioned and I like the, yeah, the I'm old traditional, too. the devout yeah, and stuff. Oh, I, yeah. just, I would stick by them. Mm-hmm. If that was my husband, yeah. I would be there until his dying day. So yeah, okay. I just, well, I just can't, I can't condone it at all. Yeah, you'd be there till your dying day too, wouldn't you? <laughs> Obviously, Audrey. Well, I would. No, because you're rethinking it now since you come on when I turned the table well, yeah, and said it was happening to you. <laughs> <laughs> my husband's painting, I'm supposed to be standing at the end of the ladder. <laughs> oh, what, your husband's up a ladder at the moment? <laughs> and you're meant to be holding it. <laughs> That's not yeah. funny, Audrey. If he falls down, I'm not taking any responsibility for your husband falling off a ladder. <laughs> All right, we'll stay there both of you for a second. Let me just you keep a hold of that ladder. Will you stay there, Ruth, please? Let me go to Joe as well. Joe, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Joe? Hi, how are you? Hi, Long Joe. Time, no talk. Yeah, nice to talk to you, Joe. It's like, it's like a reunion show here today. I swear to God. <laughs> so, how are you? I'm good, Joe. Nice to talk to you again. Uh, Joe, what do you reckon? Is he is he kind of is he cheating? He well, or is she cheating? No, she is. Isn't I don't. She? I don't. I don't think she's. He has Alzheimer. We don't really know if he recognizes her. That's okay. Should be or not. Yeah. Um, and you know, she is still young. She's taking care of him. She's meeting his needs. But who's gonna meet her needs? She's a person too. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's not like she's abandoning him. No, she's still fulfilling her duties. 
Oh, well, Ruth wanted, to, Ruth wanted her to divorce her and put him in a home, for God's sake. That's insane. Yeah. She's still doing her duties to him. She's taking care of him. But she's also a person. She also needs to have her needs met. Otherwise, I think it will come to a point where she is going to resent him. Even though it's not his fault that he has Alzheimer, it's also not her fault. She's caring for him. But she needs her needs met as well. She's a person. And no one really knows until they are in that situation. It's all well and good until something happens. And and well, well, hang on, Ruth. That, that's a fair point. That if she's caring for him constantly all the time and not getting any fun time or meeting her emotional needs, that she may resent him. Sure. No, I totally get that as well. And I, I definitely, I do feel sorry for the woman in some respects. But at the same time... She did make a commitment to somebody and... And she's still committed to, to him. But, you know, she, she she can have her sexual needs met. And isn't she allowed that? She Isn't she allowed to have someone... Well, it is cheating. I mean, whatever better being allowed to, it is cheating. Yeah, absolutely. That's the thing. Like, it is cheating. I don't agree. But uh, it is. She's still married. She's still married. They still are. Alive. He's still alive. But he's probably in a position that he doesn't even know who he, may she is. he may not. He may not. He may not. And doesn't and she, she more deserve someone that supports her at the end of the day? She's still caring for him. And caring, probably caring for him well. And you know, a lot of people with Alzheimer's turn violent, abuse you. Doesn't she deserve? To have someone there we for don't her. Know that that's happening in that. No, you're, you're yeah, kind of no. surmising that's happening now, Joe. There's no suggestion common. of that. But it's common. Okay, but there's it no suggestion. Happen. Okay, but there's no suggestion that in the email. She says she but, does feel guilty. She feels like she's betraying her husband, and after everything he's done for me, at the same time, I need someone who can have a real emotional connection with me. Everyone, every human being needs emotional connection more than ever. We know that now that we're stuck at home by ourselves. We can't go anywhere, we can see anyone. Isn't doesn't she deserve that as well? She's still caring for him. She didn't put him in a home. She didn't divorce him or run away. So but I have to go back to the point that she knew when she was marrying somebody it wasn't like knew. he was three she or four years knew. older than him. He was he, going he to have years older than her. He was obviously going to get sick well before she was at that stage of her life. Well, the higher likelihood, yes, yeah. But there are a lot of there are a lot of people that are older and don't get sick at all. I know, but yeah, but, but yeah, but Joe, with well, the greatest respect, if you're marrying somebody twenty years older than you, it is a consideration that they it may is. end up unwell a lot quicker yeah. than you. But will. do you imagine? Yeah, when he's, he's older, he's going to get Alzheimer's, and I'm going to have to get. A possibility. You don't imagine those kind of situations. No one does. But that's why the marriage vows say in sickness and in health because they take exactly. into consideration that people she, may end up unwell and you might have to look after them. That's the whole she, idea of vows, isn't it? Isn't she taking care of him? She is. She is. But she's so also I'm, cheating. And she's yeah. betraying him. Well, it's not really if he's not there anymore. It is really. It is. No, it not. is. She's still married. If, she, she's still married. She's breaking her bed. If he's conscious, and he doesn't recognize her anymore. And if he's not there anymore, 
I don't think she is. I'm sorry, but I don't. Well, then she and should I do the decent thing and let somebody else take care of him. Maybe her, maybe her taking care of him is her way of easing her own mind and easing her conscience. I don't but think, if he doesn't I don't know, think it is. If he doesn't know who she is anymore, then he won't realise if it's not her that's caring for him anymore. Do the decent thing. But she's still caring. She, okay, so basically, Joe, Ruth is saying do the decent thing, s- separate from him, div- get a divorce, whatever. She can get a divorce quite easily from him. I, I, I that's think that, And, I and think put him in a home. I think that he's so judgmental. I think she can be his carer, even though he doesn't know who she is anymore. But she also has a right to have someone that cares for her as a human being. Okay, well, do me a favor. Stay there because I got to take a break. You can get, give us a quick call on this one. The number is 087 188 Some of your messages coming in. I know, sorry, I just can't come on there, but um, I think it's very, very simple. She has to ask herself the question if the shoe was on the other foot, would she be happy enough with her husband being with somebody else and getting on with life? That's the. If she can answer that question, will she have answer? Nile, are they for real? The woman, of course, she's minding him. She's looking after him. She's not deserting him. But divorcing him and throwing him into a home is, is desertion in itself. The, the poor man, God love me, doesn't know his own mind. She's still minding him at home. Let her have a life outside. Whether she's... Till death to his part or not, that man doesn't know his own name. So, you know, she's still minding him and looking after him. She deserves a little bit of happiness. Yeah, but we're all judging the lad here. Now, I get what you're saying, right? But we're all judging. We, when you say he doesn't know his own name, we don't know at what stage. She just said it's progressively worse. And she does mention in the email that she feels like she's betraying him and that she says uh, he gets very confused most of the time and he is no longer the person who I fell in love with. Even if he's still alive, he's not really there. So I get that he probably doesn't... You know, he's not responding too much, it would be fair to say, but maybe he does know who she is. I, you know, I don't know. You're, you're all assuming that from the email. Well, stay there, Joe, please, for a second. Let me just go to Rita as well. Rita, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Rita? How you doing, Niall? How you doing? Good. You're annoyed with what yeah. Joe said, yeah? Uh, yeah, I am. I am annoyed. She's really getting up my nose now. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. This poor man. Now, my father, now, like, I'm not has dimension now my mother's passed away I don't think my mother could ever do that my father you know this man didn't know he's going to get dementia she didn't know what's going to happen down the line when he got married yep you know and I am oh. are you married I'm married 25 years unfortunately <laughs> okay so if, if your other half God and I hope it doesn't happen but if, if he got no, dementia you'd, st- you'd stick with him thick and thin <laughs> Yeah, I would, I would. Because yeah. he wasn't expecting to get dementia, he wasn't expecting to get sick. I wasn't expecting this to happen, no matter how old he was, or how old he is. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, I would never, I couldn't. Wouldn't have the hell. So what about know. what Joe was saying, would you, you know, your own needs, you're only on this planet yeah, once, you know? Yeah, yeah, I'm only on the planet once, but that doesn't mean you have to go out and do, do every. But wouldn't you rather be on the, the point she's making is, would you rather be in the ha- on this planet happy than miserable? She's clearly miserable, is she? Yeah, well, I'd, I'd, I'd rather be miserable and look after whoever I have to look after. And would that's you? The truth. Okay. Yeah, I would. Yeah, Joe, yeah, there I you would. go, you selfish old thing. Yeah, uh, Joe. Yes. Well, I, I am a carer. And let me tell you that just being miserable didn't work for me. Yeah, but look, this man didn't know what was going to happen to him at the end of no, the day. she You're didn't know too. She has her own needs too. She is a person. I don't think she's doing anything wrong. Well, why didn't why didn't she put the man into a home and then do what she has to do rather than leave the man so there? You would rather come back. 
You would rather yes, she had to come back. She had to come back and look, look at that. Ma'am, would you stop? She would. You, know, you would okay, rather. Let her, her answer. Sorry, Joe. Go ahead. So you would rather that she put him in a home than yeah, have I someone I that is I a companion for her that. emotionally and sexually. Yeah, you think I that's better to do that? Go out having an affair and then but come back and look you. at my poor husband. Yeah, but I, I will. The only yeah, well, hang on, hang on, both of you. The only thing I'll say, Rita. You know, and, and Ruth said this before the break as well, you know, well, then divorcement put him in a home. You know, I think that would upset the man even more than maybe, like, he's never, probably never going to know that she's with somebody else, right? Let's be, unless she brings you know, him home. Uh, so, I mean, to put him in a home is a bit heartless, isn't it? I don't know. I don't think so. At least the man, I know she's looking after him. I know she's looking after him. But at the end of the day, I used to, you, you wouldn't have the heart, but I wouldn't. Maybe she does. If she's looking for a bit of compassion. She's looking for sympathy. I don't know what she's looking for. But I, I don't know. Joe she's looking know. for she's looking for recognition that as a woman she has needs. Yeah, she's twenty years younger she's, than him. She's, yeah, she's only young. Yeah, but like I said, it, that man didn't know what he was, what was down the road from. She didn't know what was down the road from. Um, I don't know. I don't know. So in other words, she has to sacrifice. You're saying that, and it's right. You believe that it's cheating, and she has it to is, sacrifice. It is cheating. It is cheating. Yeah. It is. My heart is even broken out for that poor man at the moment. Thinking about Listening him. to yeah, this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Joe, it, it is hard to think, you know, like, Jesus, Joe, if you were in that situation, and I hope never, but I mean, I as rather, you get older. I would hope, if my partner was taking care of me, I would hope that he would find someone to take care of him because I wouldn't I be would, able to. You wouldn't. I would. I would. No, you can not say You can speak safe. for me. I'm a different person than you. I am from a different so generation. You don't, you, you don't I would rather. Going around. You don't, I would rather. Going no, yes. you would not. Yes, I would. If no, I wasn't not. there anymore, if my oh, yeah. passion if you wasn't there, if you wasn't, wasn't there, there anymore, the still there. You don't the really know still that. There. You don't really know that. The because man is it's not really a brain on mind. It's not he's still really a living being. Listen, he's still can living. you let me answer this the question? I'm a different person than you. I have different opinions than you. And I would rather my partner was happy while still taking care of me because he is a person. Okay, well, stay there for a second because I want to bring Marion in as well. Stay there, please, Rita, too. Marion, okay. you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Marion? Hi, you know, I love Look, I mean, it's a difficult one that I know. I mean, it's kind of thing people don't really talk about, but I know a lot of people face this difficult decision who are caring for somebody who maybe doesn't even, they don't recognise them anymore, and they have their own emotional needs. Absolutely, don't. And I'll tell you, my heart, I'm shocked. I thought Ashley there. I'm gobsmacked with the reaction of the, you know, of your listeners. I mean, have I, I'd love to know how many of them have had a family member who has come down with this horrific disease. I had an aunt Nile, and to the day I died, the guilt of it. Yeah, sorry, the guilt that I feel for having had to put her into a nursing home. I would spend two weeks, two days um, a week with her, taking her out, and by the end of the day, I was absolutely shattered. God mm. love them with that disease. They keep asking the same question, and, and I know everybody's different. It's emotionally lady, draining. Yes, it is. It's emotionally yeah. and physically. And this lady, regardless of whether she's, uh, it is not cheating. And anybody who says it's cheating, well, technically it is. Re- well, uh, well, well, yeah, technically, but it isn't. She's there. I have seen my aunt sitting in the nursing home, all in a circle, looking at the four walls. They say people with dementia and Alzheimer's are better in their own surroundings. They're happier. Her husband doesn't know that she has met somebody else. And, you know, I take my hat off to her. Very easy to say divorce and put him into a nursing home. 
that's cruel. Whereas I think what she's doing is she's looking after him. I've had this discussion with my husband because we've seen it firsthand here. And I have said to him, I do not want you to take on the burden if I end up with Alzheimer's. I would prefer him to go out, meet somebody, put me, I wouldn't even like him to be minding me at home because it is it's 24-7. So I take my hat off to her. You can call it cheating, whatever. But don't know why. To her. Fair play to her for looking okay, at Okay, well, well hang on. They, well, there you go, Rita. You know, there's isn't marrying another person saying fair play to her. She has her own mental health to look after and herself to look after too. And, she, you know, Marion said it herself that she wouldn't like her husband to be in that position to be, to be looking after her and not have his own needs met. Absolutely not. So is Rita still He didn't there? sign up to that. I don't think our partners... None Are you still there, Rita? Oh, she's gone. Oh, sorry, I scared her off. Sorry, <laughs> I, know, I, know. <laughs> I completely agree. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. looking at somebody says, now, if this topic was the other way around and it was a woman at home and a man that was going off and having the affair, I guarantee you those women wouldn't be on the air saying what they're saying. They'd be calling yeah. him a cheat. Yeah. But, Niall, if you love somebody, you want them to be happy. You yeah. know, say, you and your partner, would you like your partner to be there nursing you, you know, putting you to bed, getting you up. It's not fair. Nobody, even if you no. take your vows, nobody signs up for that. No, That's like no that you're right. Nobody does sign up for that. You know, I mean, I well, I mean, well, when you say nobody signs up for it, there is an argument, and nobody probably would have made the argument, that you did sign up for it. The day you got married and you signed well, on yeah, the dotted line that you signed up for it. Yeah, but, you know, okay. So are those words meaningless the then, I suppose, in some no, sense? No, no, they're not. And you do your best. But, you know, is it at the expense? I know a couple, an old, an elderly couple, the husband would not put the wife into the nursing home. Who died first? He did. She was running out on the street. She was, he was exhausted. He got a heart attack and died. So are, do you sign up for that when you say for better or worse? Absolutely no. not. And nor should you have to. You know, and I, I really commend her and I hope she's listening today. I think you're a wonderful lady. And so that you're looking after at home and you look after yourself and your mental health and your needs. And fair play to you because nursing homes, while they're great and everything else, they, 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 they know so very little about Alzheimer's and dementia. The needs of the people are really not looked, at, looked after. They in need a, in a lot of cases, they're not, you're right. A, yeah. I don't, it's no fault of the nursing homes. It's just that it's a horrific disease. So, no, I, uh, okay, I, I, get, no, I, I get you. I get both, both of you what you're saying, okay? Loads and loads of people are texting in. Uh, some agreeing with you, some disagreeing with you. The number, by the way, is 87 188 Hey, no, I can't come on the air at the minute. Um, I just want to say those two women are been a bit too judgmental, although I know I can hear they have empathy, but they're still been a bit too judgmental. Um, nobody knows what they were doing in that situation. Yeah, it's a difficult situation unless you're actually there. Hi, Niall. If I was in that situation and I had Alzheimer's, and my younger wife, she needs a life. And I wouldn't regret her having a life whatsoever. I probably wouldn't know who she is, what she's doing anyway. So You only get one life, Niall. Hanging around for 20 years for somebody... That's not going to get better. Who doesn't even know you're hanging around for them? Pointless. And I'm not heartless. I'm just being realist. Cheers. Yeah, I get you. I get you. You know. But you know this idea that you know we when you marry somebody, you know you sign a document, a piece of paper. It is a kind of contract. And anybody says it's not cheating is deluding themselves because it is cheating. You sign up in sickness and in health till death do us part. That is the rules of marriage and particularly in this case that he was 20 years older than her so he, she had to have known 
there was a strong possibility that if anything happened health-wise to either one of them, it was probably going to be him first and that she would end up in this situation. There was a risk when you marry somebody, you know, substantially older than you that that's going to happen. But anyway, um, I am going to move on in a few minutes because I want to ask you, does size matter? No, not about that. In relation to an engagement ring. Um, and does it really matter how big the engagement ring is? Let us know what you think, and I'll read out the email in a few minutes. The number is 87 But I want to go to Margaret first, if I can, just in relation to what we are talking about before the break. Margaret, it is a difficult situation when you're put in a situation essentially to be somebody's carer for the rest of their lives. Uh, and your life is not your own anymore, but you know better than most how that feels. Niall, I have, I have to say I congratulate that lady. She, to me, she's not breaking her vows. Her husband took a vow to love her as well. He doesn't know who she is. She still loves him. She cares for him. And people out there who have no experience of what Alzheimer's means, it's horrific. Mm-hmm. No, I know. I know. It can be, it can be very difficult living with somebody. I both my parents yeah. for 11 years. I brought them to live with me. And they both died here at my home. People would say to me, oh, put them into a home. I said, never. And I never did. Yeah, because I you think, you felt they had they would have done the same for you. Well, they did when you were a yeah, baby. Yeah. They they put nappies on you and looked after you and brought my you for walks. Was, and, my mother yeah. was double incontinent. She was yeah. spoon fed. Her food had to be blended. Her tablets blended. I have five siblings. Not one of them helped. And people would say your life is drifting away, but they were my parents. It's different. I don't see this woman breaking her vows. I admire her. She still, she loves him, and she's reaching out there for people, either for to condemn her or to support her. Well, I support her. She's not putting him into a home. And what was like? Okay, just years for people ago, maybe who don't. Married. Okay, but just for people who don't understand. I mean, what was life like for you? You know, particularly towards the end when your parents got more difficult to look after. I mean, you literally you were on call twenty four hours a day. It was twenty four seven, twenty four four seven. And were you in a were you in a marriage at the time? By the way, I'm I'm I was I'm a widow. I was I was a widow. Okay, so you were a widow at the time, and, and yeah, then this happened. Yeah, okay, so and I brought my parents to live with me. Yeah. and um, I remember I I I would sit on the stairs crying at four o'clock in the morning. My mother would be crying and crying and crying. What am I going to do? But then. We, I, I was lucky. They brought in the later life in psychiatry from the regional hospital in Galway. Yeah. They made adjustments to her medication. We had a fantastic do- <clears throat> doctor. He would call, and God, didn't they do a change around in her sleep? And would you, get, would you get home help as well? Got my home help, and I yeah. also employed private help. Okay. Because my mother got what they considered the max um, support from the HSC. And they were fantastic. I, I cannot say one bad word against them. But then there was a part you had to employ private help. I remember a friend of mine looked after both his mother and father. Now, they lived next door to him, from what I remember, uh, the story goes. But he used to come in every day and look after them all day. And I remember he used to tell me that at the start of it, obviously, when things weren't as bad, but, you know, when they were, you know, they were just, their memory was fading and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would come in every day and he would introduce them to each other. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And he would say, you know, Dad, this is your wife. (laughs) 
And he, because he'd be looking at her going, who is this woman? Why is she in my house? <laughs> and, what, I know. and when he said it got difficult, and I know sometimes it can be fun, but sometimes it can be more serious where things like she put the carpet in the oven uh, yeah. and tried to cook it one day. He went out another day and took the car. Now, he hadn't driven in four or five years, but he took the car and he was brought back by the guards that he was driving the wrong way up a dual carriageway. And, and, the, and there was stuff like that that just became so unmanageable for him, you know, that he had to literally watch them constantly because physically they were fine. You know what I mean? They weren't bedridden or anything like that. So physically they were okay. It was just they didn't recognise each other anymore and they were doing stuff that was quite dangerous. And that can be risky too, you know what I mean? Oh, uh, now I was, now I shouldn't perhaps say this, but I was lucky in the sense when my mother, as they say, lost her walk. Okay. Because she was a runner. It's an expression they use. So she would walk out of the house and wander off, yeah. 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 And, her, and she had osteoporosis and she had her little trolley and she would head off. And, oh, my God, my, my father then was living with... Well, there was only four minutes walk between both our houses. We live in an area called the Clada. And he'd say, your mother is missing. And I'd be on the road, in the car, looking. And I found her one day, because we live down by, it's called the Pier Heads. It's down by the Cladis Spanish Arch. And there she was, and I thought to myself, oh my God, she's going to go in. Right. But I caught her in time, and then a few when a few months later, well, she was living with me then, and she just stopped walking. And when you'd find her... And you'd say, ma'am, come on, we have to go back home again. You're right, come on, get into the car there, whatever. Would she be just thinking, sure, everything is grand. Why are you looking for me for her? Is everything, what's the problem? Why can't I just go out for a walk? Like, why can't I just go somewhere on my own? Did she understand that she was putting herself in danger? No. No idea? No. No, no, and she'd go up to the bank then, but then Daddy had to um, contact the Bank of Ireland, and she'd be withdrawing money. And she was mugged twice. Right. So the hatter said, he said, look, if she um, does a run or so. There was another, I, another thing, too, that that my friend pointed out, too, that a lot of people at that point in their life, I suppose midway through with Alzheimer's or dementia, that they feel that everybody is plotting against them. They think that everybody is everybody else is wrong. In other words, you know, that they're trying to rob me. They're taking me pension. They're whatever. You know what I mean? And yeah, she starts yeah. telling people. I I remember years ago, my my granny. And these are the only memories I have. Of my granny because she died when I was quite young. But I remember my auntie used to look after her in a flat up in James's Street, and my granny used to when I'd come over. I remember coming over to help my aunt paint the ceiling one day. I was about fifteen or sixteen years of age, and I painted the ceiling. And my granny would call me over and she'd say, "Keep an eye." Her, she's robbing me pension. And when yes, you're, and when you, and when you're, you, when you're you. not here, I tell you what, when you're not here, she goes off drinking with her pals. Now, my auntie didn't even drink, right? No. <laughs> she and she was convinced my auntie was robbing her. Yeah, but you and see, she wasn't. The poor woman was looking after. Looking that, that's Alzheimer's. My mother used to lock the bedroom door before I brought her living with me, and she'd lock. And that, and daddy said to me, "I can't. We can't go to bed." I said, "There's two other rooms." And we couldn't, we had to get twice, we had to get the local um, locksmith out to uh, to remove the lock. Yeah. And then she never got a key anymore. Yeah. You know, so this woman, like, she's doing her best. Yeah. And she's not, now, this thing about putting him into a home no. and divorcing him. That is oh, what that was rude, said that earlier on, yeah. yeah. That's cruel. Do you think and so? you okay. have to live with somebody with Alzheimer's. My mother would look at me vacantly. And then I'd say, ma'am, it's Margaret. And I'd be spoon-feeding her. 
and uh, she'd said to me, who are you? Then she taught me another day that daddy, my poor daddy, Jack, uh, she said, you know, he's ran off with a blonde. And daddy was sitting in, in my sitting room. Mm. I said, ma'am, he's coming in to see you in a few minutes. I don't want to see him. It was, you know, it was heart-wrenching. Yeah. And I don't know if this... And how long were they married? How long were they married? Uh, they got married in 1954. Okay. And um, Daddy died on the 19th of October 2014. Mammy survived him by five years and three months. Right. Living with me. And uh, now and again she'd say, where's Jack? My father was a painter. And I'd say... And he's out the back mixing paints. He's coming in now. It won't be long. And then that was it. She mightn't mention him again. And did she know he was dead? No. She never knew? No, 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 no. Yeah. Never, ever knew. And we closed her bedroom door when... Did she... I'm just curious even. Did she, did she go to his funeral? No, she wasn't able to walk. She wasn't able to walk. She was bedbound. Okay. She was... No, okay. no. And she was a hoist patient. Right. So I had to be trained... Isn't that very... Isn't it very sad that... Yeah, I often wonder when you look into the eyes of somebody, say, who's in bed with dementia, Alzheimer's, and you look into the eyes of them, and although they don't recognise you, or they you think they don't recognise you, or they don't kind of you know respond to much of what you know, they, they're kind of rambling in their own little world in their own head. I wonder, you know, have scientists ever been able to analyse what's going through their head? Do they really rec- maybe they do recognise you, but they just can't express it anymore? Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm wondering. Nile. On a few occasions, I remember we had to get the chiropodist into the house because, of course, Mummy couldn't walk. And um, when he was gone, she said to me, Margaret, what happened to me? I'm not able to walk. And I said, Mummy, weren't we walking down the Grattan Road yesterday? Oh, I forgot about that. They, they do get moments of what I call uh, reality sanity. Yeah. And then it's gone. You know, at this woman's position, I don't know if her husband can walk or is he, um, in, is he capable of causing himself harm. But I think she's doing her best. And you believe she's entitled to have I her own needs looked after, I essentially? Do, I do, I do. Okay, I, I absolutely okay. do. She did and what that. do you say to all those people who say, well, you married him, that's what you married, and, you know, okay, when he dies, off you go and do what you feel you need to do, but while he's alive, it's unfair and it's morally wrong to cheat on him. Morally wrong. Are we going back now to, the, to religion? For mm. God's sake, she is just, I think... Well, it's not just about morals, it's not just about religion, I suppose. You know what I mean? Suppose, yeah. There was a storyline in Carnation. Are you a Carnation Street watcher? No. I'm not. No, there was a storyline similar to this in Carnation Street recently where somebody was dating one of the women and then he revealed to her that his wife was still alive. Now, I think she was in a home and she had Alzheimer's and your one wasn't having any of it. She says, not while you're still married, I'm not going to be with you. Mm-hmm. you know? Well, that's a personal choice, I suppose. Mm. But I do feel this woman, there's 20 years of difference. Okay, people are saying, yes, he would get, um, he will be ill before you. Sure, there's no guarantee. She could have gotten a stroke 10 years ago. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But the, the, the likelihood, the likelihood well, is the that likelihood, she would. I mean, yeah. you just don't know. Mm. I have a friend who is very, is younger than me, who has got dementia. I was, just happened there's no one reason we, we just couldn't under, couldn't believe it but my mother had it for a long time so so your mum only passed recently obviously then yeah last, last year was it or the yeah. year before two, two years two years okay 
And and when when she and I I don't want to sound heartless or mean to you or anything like that. And my condolences to you, by the way. And well done to you for looking after both of them. But was there some kind of relief when they passed away that now you had your life back? And I I don't mean that in a mean and horrible way. But was there was there any part of you that felt like that? No. No, you'd have done it forever if you had to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they both died in my arms. And you know something? I it just. I couldn't let my father out of the house that night. I had him kept in the house until the next day. Mm-hmm. And people said, Mere mad. And he loved John Wayne. And I put John Wayne on for him. And my father was dead. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, Now, there's your favourite book. And my daughter said, Mom, I said, Leave us. Yeah. And then Mammy died in my arms. It was horrible. I'm so sorry, and I don't want to bring back all those memories for you. And I know it's no, 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 no. You know, I have um, a beautiful daughter. I've a lovely son-in-law, John, and I've got two beautiful grandsons. And um, I'm heading up there now shortly. Mm. But people really need to experience, like only for the HSE, I would have been, I think, in a mental institution myself. Yeah, they were fantastic to me. They were so and maybe supportive. we don't maybe we don't give them enough credit by times. You know what I mean for what they do, for what those what the carers do, and what the doctors do, and what everybody else does oh, to no, help people they like don't. you. They yeah. don't. They don't. They don't. Mm-hmm. Like my mother had to be lifted with a hoist. There was a tracking device in the room downstairs. I was trained. The girls were fantastic. Now we used to take her out and put her into the special chair the HSE gave us, which was worth five thousand. And we would take her out into the dining area and we'd get her hair done and the girls would come back and help me get her back into bed. And, you know, I would have been dead. And do you, do you feel that, uh, not just about having relationships like that this woman said in her email, but as children of people who might have Alzheimer's, and when I say children, we'd be in our 50s and 60s when our mum or dad might have Alzheimer's, do you believe that we owe that to them, to, to, yes. to look after them? Yes, I do. Because they be, because why? Because they they would have done it for us. Yeah, well, and they, they did. did, and they did. They did. Yeah, they did. When we're children, and when I was lucky, my daughter, um, she was growing up, and she was uh, married, so I didn't have little children running. She, I had just one one child, and um, I was lucky. Now I could understand if there was um, children, small children, in a house. Mm. But I know two people who looked after their mother and the children were young. You see, it's, it's all down. I and what, what, do you say, down. what do you say to people who might be listening at home, who might be going through all this right now? And I know it can be difficult sometimes. You know, I mean, I was obviously, you're, you were widowed. So, you know, it was a little bit... It was easier. Easier, yeah, okay. But if you've got, you know, a partner and and two kids or something like that, that can be very difficult, can't that it? That would be a different story, Niall. Yeah. You know, and also the Western Alzheimer's Association, they were fantastic. They gave me three hours a week. And mm. sometimes I'd do the shopping or else I would just lie down from just tiredness. Yeah, I can imagine you would be very tired looking after I somebody. was exhausted. Yeah. You know, in the end, I was putting on um, antidepressants. But um, they... Because it do. took its toll on your mental health, I imagine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know it would. But um, I will say to that, that, that lady, go for it. Ignore people. 
she's not abandoning her husband. Now, you're talking about vows. He's not in a position to love her. He doesn't know who she is. But she still loves him. Yeah. And she has no support. Now, I have five siblings. They were absolutely useless. Well, in, in the circumstances you were in, you felt they were, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I, I don't want to go into that on the air. I mean, what you did is admirable, absolutely. Oh, thank you. And and it is admirable because you sound like you went through a difficult time and a very difficult time. And and from what you say, you don't regret a minute of it. If you could have it all back again, or if they lived longer, you would be happy to do that. Absolutely. I said, I used to joke with Daddy. I said, you're not going anywhere until you're a hundred. And he'd say, why? I said, the government would give us five thousand. Really, he said. <laughs> and he would walk. He would walk. But you look at the wonderful memories. Look at the wonderful memories I you know, have of those. And walk. some of them were funny. Sad, he would but walk funny. He'd sit in one of his Zimmer frame and he'd turn back and he'd say, 5,000. I said, here, sit down there. And every day at four o'clock, he'd say to me, um, is it time for my little Irish coffee? And I said, all right. But you're not to tell the district nurse, not at all, he'd say. No, he's mine. And would you make him a little Irish coffee with a bit of whiskey in it, yeah? Of course I would. Yeah, why wouldn't and, you? But he ha- his memory was perfect. Yeah. He it's funny, it's funny the things that people can remember with Alzheimer's, what people, things they can remember. And they can remember, sometimes they remember things from a long, long, long time ago that you wouldn't imagine that they would remember. But yet they can't remember yesterday. They remember. Yeah. It's bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. It is bizarre. Well, listen, you're a wonderful person, and it sounds like your mum and dad were very lucky to have you, Margaret, and thanks very much indeed for explaining all that to us, and I'm sure it gives people a great insight into what goes on, you know, looking after somebody. Hi, Niall. Um, I was listening to your show. I 100% think that lady is right to do what she's doing. I saw my grandmother go through with my grandfather. He had Alzheimer's for years and years, got it very young, and... um, it was horrendous to see my grandmother have to go through it with him but she found a companion and I think that lady is dead right and personally I've had a life-threatening illness and my partner looked after me I'm only in my 30s and if I was to have passed away or whatever else I would have hoped that my partner would have found somebody else that he was happy with and for my kids as well so I think like what one of the other listeners said it's very easy to judge um, but I think that lady is dead right. You're right it is very easy to judge but walk a mile in my shoes isn't that the statement? Real people, real opinions real talk radio the multi award winning Niall Boylan show Classic Hits